what's up hybrids welcome back to another episode of the phantom hybrid podcast this is hanako and i am here with anthony Lori, and mike and we are discussing hawkeye episode five and before we get started let me just put this disclaimer out we are not going in order we are just going to talk because i already know we have to get this out of the way or else mike is not going to give us a moment's peace in this podcast so mike I know there are two words you have been itching to say since you messaged us at what was it like three something this afternoon. Go ahead and get them out. Kingpin confirmed. Your boy did it. I did it. I did it. Yes. I will give you that. And I know we've all been talking about that was kind of the obvious thing. But the fact that like when I saw the picture, I was like, okay, so they're actually doing this. Then I saw... (laughs) Vincent D'Onofrio's name on the title card in the credits. And I was like, oh, this is like official, official now. Okay. Like official. How did you feel, Mike? It's literally like the office where they're like, okay, this is real. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. Yes, it feels great. Um, First of all, I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank my mom, (laughs) my dad. Uh, But I mean, it's like. I knew that was coming. I, I mean, to be honest, I mean. When I saw Echo and her connection to Kingpin, there was literally no way that Kingpin would not be in the series. There's literally right. no chance mm-hmm. that they would not try to have Kingpin in it. And, and it's kind of a reverse thing because it's almost like they wanted Kingpin in it, but they had to find a way to bring him in. So they put Echo in it. And Echo has such mm-hmm. a strong connection to him that there's no way that they could not bring him in it at any point anyway. So I, I just... I'm just happy I was right because for all the things I'm wrong about, I'm glad I got one right. Hey, I'm a broken clock. I'm right at least twice a day. <laughs> Even the sun shines on the dog ass. At least Damn right it does. <laughs> the fact that when you watch the end credits and the very last shot before they go to black and white. Oh my with God. With, 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 with him, him in the background. King King's image in the background with the city. Right. Oh, that was hot. Ooh. I was like, yes. I literally want, I want that as, I'm, I'm going to see if I can catch that and make it my new, um, my new phone background. Cause that was crazy. Let me tell you oh, what that. else was crazy about this episode. The things that I loved the music you have Christmas and Hollis. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. The, my, the three, three of my, three of my favorite Christmas songs. Yes. Well, with the tracksuit mafia beatboxing and, and, and <laughs> that was that scene was awesome. That scene was awesome. <laughs> Talking about the original tracksuits. They had Christmas Time is Here playing when Clint was walking to Grills' house. That's one of my top two yep. favorite Christmas songs ever. And, and then they played then one. they played You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch <laughs> Mr. at the Grinch. end. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, if they would have played this Christmas in there somewhere, this would be my favorite Marvel episode ever, hands down. Nothing comes <laughs> close. The but Christmas yeah, episode. I, I was I was impressed. Like hey, this, not the whole. This whole episode was just really good. Like the the content and I mean the, the reveals that it made you feel. We got to talk about this cold open, y'all. We got to talk about oh my this God. cold open. Yes, we do. Yes, yes. Because we started and it's post Black Widow, but pre every, of course, pre everything else. Because you have Yelena and one of the other Black Widows coming to find, I guess she, this girl, Anya, was supposed to be another widow. And they're going around the world and they're freeing the widows from this mind control drug that was developed and that we learned about in Black Widow. And they find out that this chick, she's not mind controlled. Like she, she kills for a living on purpose. 
and they're sitting there and they're just talking to her and she's trying to convince them about doing it and you know um the other widow asks her about natasha and she's like yeah natasha's good and um she gets a little sad you know there and i think it's because of the fact that they're separated at this point you know she's gone off with the other widows to try to free all of the widows and then of course natasha went back to the avengers and you know stuff was happening she goes into the bathroom and she's getting ready to like just kind of rinse her face and i didn't know like when i first saw what was happening to her hands it looked like ice was coming out of the sink and i was like what the f-? and then all of a sudden you see the dust and i was like oh my god because who was it somebody in the chat or was it in the episode last week somebody was wondering whether or not yelena had been blipped and that was not anything i thought about watching black widow and then even coming back for that i never thought about the fact that yelena might have been gone and that might have led to some of natasha's you know whatever she was doing but it kind of makes her sacrifice make a whole lot more sense she wasn't just doing that for clint she was trying to bring everybody back including her sister. sister makes so much sense but the way that they played this one, you know, we've seen people coming back from the blip um, as far Monica as in, Rambo. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. But that was us seeing her come back. We didn't see like exactly see how it mean. happened. Mm-hmm. To see it for Yelena, like she literally disappeared and then came right back. And then you see everything starting to change. That was so different. And I just sat there with my mouth open wrong. Oh my gosh, yeah. she got blipped. She got blipped. And then I started thinking about it like, oh my God, that's why Natasha sacrificed herself. That's why she made that sacrifice. And then Yelena has to come back and her sister is gone. And she has no one to tell her what happened. So yeah, I was like, you know, we we were talking about what Yelena's purpose might be during the last episode. So yeah, she does want to kill Clint, but she needs some answers first. And and the thing is, Natasha, the the calculus in Natasha's head was like, if they succeed, Clint's family is going to need him, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For her, it's really just Yelena. And she probably figures Yelena will be okay. Yeah. No, without Because also, Yelena, when we left her in Black Widow, she had all the other widows. She had a mission that Mm -hmm. was dear, you know, dear to her heart freeing all of the widows from the mind control she had for all intents and purposes she had alexi mm-hmm. and she had um um melina yes. character i can't yes. think of her name yeah so she had them mm-hmm. you know and they had just found each other again now we don't know if any of them got blipped as well but i think that probably was natasha's thinking like mm-hmm. oh she has mm-hmm. someone and then yeah. yelena was grown mm-hmm. and she Clint and Natasha had made their peace. Clint's kids are still young. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still uh fairly young. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel at least is only like he has to be like six, maybe. Maybe. Right. So so yeah, I was like okay, and she also but she sense. she probably didn't foresee that Yelena would take it so hard. So hard that she my question still is did Clint ever tell anyone exactly what happened? 
Like I think he, he probably would have told the Avengers like outside the, the outside group. of the Avengers. No one really knows. Maybe Laura. Laura probably knows, but other than that, other than that, no. Because it, it it's like if Yelena knew exactly what happened, then she wouldn't be so hot for Clint right now. Yeah, and nobody well, he, nobody know. I mean, how do you even have that conversation with, with well, he somebody can't, who's he can't not, barely think about her? Yeah. <laughs> He's not gonna want to talk about it. Well, look at well, look at it like this. Okay, so further along in the episode, we see Yelena displays how good she is at getting information when she she pretty much runs down Kate's whole life. Okay, so that she, scene you know, was hilarious. That whole yeah, that I that whole it. scene was awesome. We'll get to that. But my point is that Yelena's very good at getting information. Like mm-hmm. she is outstandingly good at it. Natasha so even was if too. even yeah yeah, but it's like even if say someone told Happy what was going on or someone outside of the Avengers who can't keep their trap shut and might let slip to somebody, she's going to find out. Like she find, she she's really good at gathering information because that's what she does. So you know she's going to find out one way or the other. I think the only way she's going to find out is from Clint. I think she she's going to hear it from him. And then once Clint knows that she's the one that's looking for him, and again, that kind of uh answers our question as far as whether or not clint knew that that was yelena on the rooftop he did not so apparently he knows who she is but does not know what she looks like which Which makes sense sense. Mm. so it's like she's gonna have to get that information from him and from the way that he responded when kate said you know, the girl who we fought on the rooftop, I spoke with her and um, she says she's Natasha's sister and the look on his face and he was like, Yelena. And she said, yeah, he was like, <sighs> it's almost like he resigned himself to the fact that, okay, this is not going to end well with me because I think he already knew, especially if Natasha was honest with him and told him about everything that happened while she was on the run, that he's going to know oh, Yelena's going to be pissed because they had just reconciled. They had just made peace and found each other again. And now her sister is gone. And that's probably why she's after me yeah. because I'm here. She's not, and she doesn't know what happened. So it's almost like he was kind of resigned. Like he, I mean, literally he just said, okay. Like, it's like it, clicked, it clicked in his head like, oh, okay, well that explains it. Yeah, but also <laughs> like he accepted whatever was going to happen from that conversation. Yeah, You know, and then we see also later on when he reveals himself to Echo as Ronan, you know, there's been some speculation and we've even talked about it. Like Mike had this theory about maybe Jack was the person who was under the Ronan costume when Echo's father was killed. We were thinking maybe it was somebody else framing. Him. I mean, there were so many theories, not just on the show, but also, you know, things that I heard just reading other people's speculations and everything. And for them to actually confirm, like to show Clint taking off his mask in front of Echo and her making that connection. And he's saying, I wanted you to see my face is basically like saying, look, I'm taking responsibility for what I did as the Ronin, you know? And I think one of the things that Yelena says to Kate when they're having the conversation is that Clint, whatever he's told you to make you think that he's a good guy, he's not. He's done horrible things. What did she say? Uh, the the list of bodies or the uh, the 
list of blood or something that he has. The blood that he trails behind him can there reach around the world. Right. Something. And she was like, and, that's the most Russian thing I've ever heard. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was but funny. it's like, he is, he's taking ownership of what he's done. And I know there's been lots of discussions about whether or not we still can consider Clint a good guy or an Avenger because of the things that he did as Ronan. And I don't think, at least for any of us, I don't think any of us has, has, has ever said, no, we're going to discount the things that he did or we're going to excuse him because he was grieving and that sort of thing. Well, what he said, shows... what he, I'm sorry, what he said was mm-hmm. everyone dealt with the blip in their own way. Mm-hmm. He lost his family and he was going around like, why do these bad guys get con- get to continue doing bad things mm-hmm. while the people who are good, like my kids and my wife, are gone? Mm-hmm. So they don't deserve to live. So, mm-hmm. you know, and he was trying to tell her he was manipulated just like her because someone was feeding him information on all the crime lords and gangs that he was killing. Yeah, And we kind of know who one of those people was <laughs> feeding him information yeah but the other thing too if you think about it some of the stuff that he may have done for under shield may not have been on the up and up i mean Mm -hmm. we we've seen in the last 10 years just how shady shield was and inside of shield not even the hydra part some of the shield part was kind of janky too so it's it's one of those things where it's like He's he's taking responsibility for his actions and for the things that he's done. And him trying to take back the Ronin suit and trying to handle all this has never been about protecting his reputation as Yelena tells the Kate. It's about making sure that nobody else gets hurt because of his actions. Yeah, he you says, know, I don't want to see another person die. Right. <laughs> he said. Right. So I I just I like that about the show and you know we talked about this uh pre-recording about how all of the disney plus shows have been about like dealing with certain themes and you know hard to discuss subjects you know wandavision dealt with grief and um you know mental illness falcon and the winter soldier also the mental illness but also about racism and inequality and you know all of these different things coming from these shows and here you have a show about you know taking responsibility for the things that you have done regardless of whether they're right or wrong you know people can try to change people can try to make amends and we see that that's what he feels like he's trying to do um you know he has a conversation with Natasha in his head or out loud while he's looking at the Avengers memorial And he's like, I'm trying to earn what you gave me, meaning you gave up your life so that I could be here and, you know, still get to live. I need to make sure that that sacrifice that you made wasn't in vain. And I like that they're addressing that and that he's not shying away from it. You know, now it it is causing other kinds of problems, but better that than for it to be written like, oh, but he's atoning. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he is a good guy. But he's done some bad shit too. And he needs to be held accountable for it. And I think that's one of the things we're probably going to see in this show because I don't know. Yelena does not look like she's about to back off of him. She seems to have a very clear, cold 
viewpoint when it comes to Clint Barton. And I, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if anybody's going to be able to persuade her otherwise. Only Clint can probably do it, but I have a feeling it's going to have to be something related to Natasha in order for her to change her mind. Yeah, because she's on a mission. It's like because she has not only was she given the assignment, it's a personal assignment. So she has two things that are driving her to finish this. It's like if it was just an assignment, she could be like, yeah, fuck this shit. But it's like, this is actually a double, double-edged thing for her where she's like, I'm either going to kill him or I'm going to find answers. One or two things is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really hard to stop her. I don't even I mean, think she's trying to find answers. She's basically like, I'm going to kill him or I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I still think she wants answers. I think, I she, don't think, I think for I, her, no, she it, needs to have it for closure. Ba- based so. on the conversation that she had, this is not a theory, but based on the conversation that she had <laughs> it, it, Is Kate, it a theory, Anthony? It's not a theory. The conversation she had with Kate... what his shirt says? His shirt <laughs> says no theories. <laughs> the, um, based on that conversation with Kate, she's only interested in one thing. Killing Clint, period. Yeah, she don't want no answers. She's already made up in her mind what happened. Like this, this is what happened. He's her responsible for her death. Full stop. Yeah. Can we <laughs> and, and, and can we go? Can we go ahead and get comfortable with the fact that Yelena is like while we love her, she's a complete sociopath. Well, I mean, think about her upbringing. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean it's like she, okay. She, I mean she she literally breaks into Kate's Kate's house, waits for her, gets tired of waiting. Is like I'm hungry. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some craft mac and cheese while I'm waiting. Then when Kate comes in, she's like, hey, and she Kate throws a sriracha ball and she catches it. She's like, hi, like 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 they're best friends. I'm like, I mean. Okay, first of all, sauce okay. on macaroni and cheese. Uh, oh, I do. So, uh, that, that, that's that's no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> first of all, I first of all shout out to Yelena for having great taste of hot sauce by putting sriracha on her mac and cheese. Hot sauce on mac and cheese is outstanding, uh, and I don't know why you you being brought up in the south, you don't put hot sauce on everything. What the hell's wrong with you, bro? No, I don't put it on I mean, everything. I don't put it on macaroni. I and cheese. put it on mac and cheese. In fact, I mean, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put hot sauce. I wouldn't put hot sauce on chocolate cake, and I wouldn't put it on chocolate ice cream. I mean, why would Wait, I put hot okay, sauce on disgusting. everything? Okay. okay, see, see, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, Just like on macaroni and cheese, you, you said, said everything. everything. <laughs> really, y'all, y'all gonna take me literally now? Okay, fine. <laughs> almost look, okay. Look, every, look, almost everything. Although while you while you're tripping, I, I think that Tabasco makes a makes a chocolate. There is Tabasco yeah. chocolate. It is a thing, and it does exist. I, I grew up with women who carried hot sauce in their purse. I mean, that's not out of the There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but, but we're not putting hot sauce on macaroni. I actually <laughs> put some in while I'm cooking my mac and cheese. I actually put a little bit in my mac in my noodles before I add the cheese sauce. Uh, just a tiny bit but yeah uh, just like whenever i make cornbread i put a little bit of sugar in it i mean it's just things you grow up with you know all right i've so never heard so- of hot sauce on macaroni and cheese i just okay, i'm sorry so i just than- have it now if you tell Stop me it. oh when i make no. it i might put a little cayenne pepper in it or paprika on top Look. sure hot sauce though no. Actually, the proper way to do it is to drown your mac and cheese with hot sauce. Other than the fact that Lori just told us that she was related to Beyonce, no, look, next time, the next time that you, 
Sorry. The next time that someone makes mac and cheese for you, Anthony, just get some hot sauce, put a little bit on it, and try it. That's all I'm asking. I, I don't. <laughs> okay, so this whole, we might as well go ahead and get into their whole conversation because this is one of the greatest scenes as far as a Marvel television show. As far as any of those television shows, this is one of the best scenes because it's like the nonchalantness that Yelena has in talking to Kate, not, not calling her Kate, calling her Kate, Kate Bishop, Bishop, using her whole name every time she talks to her. I mean, it's kind of creepy, but it's still it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. And it's like when she runs down everything about her and it's just the nonchalant way she was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I planned to kill him and just looked at her straight face, like didn't look at her mad or angry. Just like, no, I'm just going to kill him. She was messing with her about only like, having one fork in the apartment. She was like, really? Just one fork? You only have one fork? Like, I mean, well, there's only I one with her me. too. You don't plan on having people over? I mean, damn, that's like, hey, you you know you're going to have at least one person. You got to have at least two, at least four. I mean, damn, you don't have, you only have one fork in the whole house. Let's you, will you eat with your hands? You savage. Okay, so anyway. here's what I'm tripping on. Kate's apartment looks pretty damn decent for an apartment that was covered in flames the last time we saw it. But you still heard water dripping in the background, so it's still actually kind of drying it's out. It's like a couple of days later. Kind of weird yeah, but think about all the stuff that she has like in the background, like some of her bow and arrows are still on the walls, like her chairs are still intact. Her I don't I, I don't think the fire was as bad as we thought it was. Okay. Like if, I don't think it was a fully involved flame. It was like the things that were immediately flammable, like curtains mm-hmm. and tiles may have went up. The other stuff, it takes a little while. Then the fire fireplace probably got there pretty quickly because yeah. they're in New York, right? Their fire department don't fool around because those fires can spread real quick. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. Right. I like Yelena with her hair down. She's very pretty. But she, yeah, she it's like, is but it's straight. Like because you usually usually her hair has like a little bit of bend to it, like it's kind of curly and wispy mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's like her hair is like they're completely straight. It's like she kind of looks like um. Was it the the girl that played Chloe? The girl that played kick that played um what's the name in Kick Ass? Yeah, the girl I know who you're about. But you know, that's who that's what she kind of reminded me of. There was this. a moment when she was getting ready. Chloe Grace Moretz. That's what. I'm yes, about. yes, you're right. There was a moment when she was getting ready to leave um, Kate's apartment, and they kind of showed her profile with her with her hair down. She actually reminded me of Natasha which I thought was very eerie. I was like, oh, this is so weird. But she kind of reminded me of like Natasha if she wasn't burdened with all the things she had been burdened with. Like, I mean, think about it. When we first met Yelena in Black Widow, like she had been this assassin her whole life. She had been trained since a child. So like, remember her glee because she bought herself a jacket with a vest with pockets. And she was like, I've never been able to buy myself anything before. And we see her here. She's got, you know, she's got, she's wearing makeup. She's got jewelry on. And I mean, she just looks like a regular person, which is great because that means that she is kind of, you know, uh, I, I, I can't think of the, the word I'm trying to use, but it's like, she's unlearning who she was. Right. You know, and it's like she's she's like, okay, well, 
this is what I like. And I like wearing jewelry and I like the shiny things and, you know, okay, I'm going to wear my hair down and wear this kind of clothing. And, and it's like, she's finding herself, but at the same time, she still has this, she still can't completely disconnect from her old life, which of course, I don't think anybody would be expected to do that just in a couple of years, especially given that she was part of the blip. You know, yeah. she looked like a completely different person mm-hmm. to me. She like, did. She, she did look like the same person from Black Widow. Right. And I did I like the interaction though. because, real quick, I'm, I'm like you guys, their whole conversation between her and Kate Bishop was just hilarious. And I'm not a huge fan of Florence Pugh, but I think she just seemed like this is normal girls is having t- whatever. They just have like a, a regular talk. And then, you know, Haley Seinfeld sitting over there looking at her like, this bitch crazy. She was scared as shit. <laughs> She's like, she was scared to death. She was scared. Yeah. She was sitting there like, this, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> All right. I have a question. So in, in Black Widow and in this episode, have we ever really seen her smile? Yelena? Yeah. Um... Yes, yeah. but I don't think we've ever seen her like full out smiling. You know, yeah. like she because it's like she was even when she said hi, it's like it was still it was just like her mouth was open, but she wasn't really like smiling. Oh, no, she wasn't trying to be smiley jokey in that moment. She was she was trying to be very intimidating and very subtle about being intimidating. So no, that was not that moment. But like there were moments where she when she and Natasha were kind of um they were rebonding and you could kind of see a little bit of when they were making the jokes, like she makes jokes all the time. So you can kind of see it there as well. But um, as far as like, well, well even when, when she, when she called Natasha a poser, like the whole thing, like she didn't smile during any of that. Because she wasn't, like, she wasn't in a smiling mood. Then it's like Natasha had just come to find her and they had just fought. They had just, run for their lives because a whole bunch of widows were trying to kill them they just saw one of the widows being killed so she wasn't in a she, joking she was mood a... then she was it, she was still angry at natasha at that point because she hadn't seen natasha since she was a child natasha never looked for her you know and again in black widow we find out that while for alexi and melina and and natasha that whole family unit thing was an assignment for them Yelena was too young to understand that. So she thought of them as her real family. So the fact that here it is, your sister that you idolized at that time, who protected you, abandoned you. And now she's here all of a sudden. And, you know, like Yelena says, you know, Natasha, just like Clint, she has a body count too. But the fact that she is a killer and yet people look up to her. You know, she made a comment in Black Widow something about, yeah, not all killers can be on magazine co- covers or something like that. She was still very right. bitter at that time. So she wouldn't have made the joke. She was literally saying all of that stuff to Natasha, like pose or like um, whatever. She she was not in a jokey mood at that point. So yeah, even, even, when, she, even when she was espousing the virtue of having pockets on her vest, it's like she really didn't smile at that point either. So it's like, I don't think she really knows how to smile. This means I have to go back and watch Black Widow again. That's right. You got to go back and freeze frame it. I'm not freeze framing. Not freeze framing. (laughs) I will watch it again. 
<laughs> but she, yeah, but, um, she did. She did smile at certain times, you know. At at the end, um, right after they brought the red room down, and you know, Natasha went to find her. And she looked. She was like, even though she was hurt, she was like, "We are both upside down," you know, little subtle <laughs> little things like that. Like you could see a little bit of of joy on her face, you know. So, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna see it much in this <laughs> series because. She seems like she's about business. Like all she wants to do is kill Clint. And she doesn't want answers. Right. She just wants to kill Clint. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Now she might have one of those evil smiles when she's, you know, coming at him like, yeah, I'm finally about to get your ass. But you know. Okay, I take it back. I'm looking at it now. And she, when she was like, when when she said, Well, if I wanted to kill you, she would, and Kate said, Yeah, you probably would have got me at the door. She's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. You wouldn't see. It's like, I wouldn't have got through the door. And she was like, no, 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 no. And she kind of smiled there. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. She's smiling about the fact that, yeah, I would have killed you before you got in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her, I guess, yeah. the things that are funny to her are different from what would be funny to us. Like, you know, finding out that you could kill me before I finish touching the door. Now nah, that's not going to be funny to me. It might, it might crack her up, but yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I love, I love the part where she's saying, "I don't have any weapons on me." It's like, okay, that was a lie. I don't currently have any weapons in my hands. And then Kate looks at her, like, she looks at her gauntlets, and she's like, "That's a lie, also." Okay. Was she looking at those, <laughs> or was she looking at her actual hands? Like, okay, I don't need weapons in my hands. My hands are the actual weapons. That's the way I, I thought. I, I thought at she, it. I thought she was, I thought she was looking at her gauntlets, like oh. you know, not my hands. She's like. Okay, that's a lot too. But still, okay, come on, let's eat. Okay. Um, this host, this scene was so good. Oh my God. It was, but it was also one of those scenes where <laughs> the funniest line in that whole conversation, wait, you're Natasha's sister? Oh, thank God I didn't kill you. <laughs> oh, she, Yelena laughed then. She laughed. She, laughed. <laughs> she thought that was Okay, yeah, she funny. did laugh. Yeah, but um. I think, too, this was a great example of Kate realizing that she is in way over her head, you know, like she had the conversation at the beginning of the show with her mom. And, you know, we got to see her really be kind of her age, I guess, in a way, because she wasn't putting on pretenses at this point. She wasn't she wasn't being mouthy like she was hurt, not only physically, but emotionally. She was hurt because all she wanted to do was help. And Clint was sending her away and that hurt her because she was like, okay, I, you know, I'm not all that bad. I can, I can do some things I can help, but I don't think she realized that Clint was playing that whole, I'm not about to be responsible for you getting hurt. So you have to go, you know, maybe she realized that after the fact, but I think at that point, she just felt like Clint just didn't want her help and was just sending her away. And she was hurt. And, you know, she cried on her mom's shoulder. Her mom fixed her up, bandaged her up. And, you know, I think we got to see a little bit of genuineness from Eleanor in this scene when she talked about, you know, you are the only thing that's important to me. I don't want you hurt. And I think we got to see that. But Kate, in this um, conversation with Yelena, I think she Wait, realized- hold on, uh-huh. hold on, hold on. Just, just go back to Kate for a second. You said she realized, well, I, thought, I think she realized that, that Clint, when he saw there was a black widow, was like, we were fine, mm-hmm. but now there's a black widow involved. 
So I don't I don't think this is gonna work. That's why he sent her away. But Not at because... that point, would Kate really know what that means? Like mm-hmm. I know that everybody knows the Black Widow as far as Natasha Romanoff, but does she understand that there are Black widows all over the world whose sole mission is to assassinate people. I don't think Kate would know that because why would she know that? That's not something that's really public knowledge. It, it's not, but if if he says to, he says to her, someone hired a black widow. I think everybody knows that Natasha was a black widow. They didn't mean I know what a black widow is, but if she makes that association that this is someone like Natasha, and he says, you know. This is serious now. You have you you can't be around me. But this you is Kate we're talking about. And when it comes to certain things, especially these kind of emotional things, she doesn't always think things through first. You know, okay. she she reacts first and then thinks later, which is why she, you know, I think later on when she was in her room and she was looking at all her things, and she was like, No, I'm not just gonna sit here and just not do anything. You know, it's but like, before that in her in her conversation with her mom, she she did say it sounded like to me that she realized that maybe it was too much for her. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. She realizes after the fact, like before that she was hurt because Clint sent her away. And it's like afterwards, because I think when her mom was fixing her up, it looks like it was like the next day, or maybe it may have been a few hours later. But I think at that point, one, whatever adrenaline she had rushing through her system from this fight would have dissipated at this point. Two, mm-hmm. she would have calmed okay. down enough and stopped crying and stopped feeling hurt to start thinking about things like, okay, maybe I'm overreacting. Because sometimes, I mean, even as adults, we react first and then we think about it later and say, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I didn't have the appropriate response to that thing that happened. Yeah. You know, because she said, I thought, she said, I thought, I, what did she say? I thought I could be like them. Mm-hmm. I thought I could be like one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she realized, no, she... Like, well, at that moment... It takes more than being gonna... just gifted. Yeah. You know? It, oh, that sounds like Tony Stark talking to Peter. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit more than just the suit. Yeah. But, I mean, Peter does have some superpowers that Kate does not. Kate is 100% human. She doesn't have anything enhanced. She doesn't have anything chemically enhancing her body. She hasn't been bitten by anything. She hasn't been exposed like to anything. Clint, Clint and uh, Clint and Natasha. Yeah, and they hang. They hung with the superheroes. Yeah, but they earned it too. I mean, think about it. they. They earned it. They earned their place. And, they did. You know, I think by the end of this series, which we only have one episode left. But I think by the end of this show, we will see that Kate probably understands what what she needs in order to be a superhero. Like if that's your goal, especially now that you've been exposed and partnering up with the person that you considered your hero idol since childhood, you see that it takes more than just being talented, being able to shoot a bow and arrow, being able to flip and do all of this stuff. I think we'll see that maturity in her. And again, we've only, this is only a six episode series. So we've watched her, her path to maturity over the course of five episodes. And like I said, when I, when we first started watching the show, could not stand her character at all. 
And I've seen growth in her character. Like, yes, there's still some annoying things about her. But again, I think that's part of her personality. That's not going to change. But as far as the things, as far as how she approaches things, how she looks at things, like knowing when an appropriate time to say this and when's not an appropriate time. We see her learning that in these last few episodes. So I think probably by the next episode, especially as fast paced as this is going, I think we'll see a different Kate. She will still have some of those quirks about her, but I think her attitude towards all of this will be very different because you're dealing with the reality of who Hawkeye is for one, because all these years you've idolized Hawkeye, the superhero, but now you get to meet the man behind the superhero and you see how broken he is and how fallible he is. Like Clint has faults. Clint has done some horrible things and he has admitted that he has done some horrible things. So if that doesn't give you something to pause and think about, then you don't deserve to be doing this anyway, because you have to take into consideration all of it. I mean, think about it. Clint's not the only superhero that we know who has done some shit. Like pretty much all the Avengers have done some, some things that weren't on the up and up, whether they did them on purpose or whether they did them by accident. Bucky is another very great example. Bucky was one of those people who was created to be a, a weapon. He was manipulated. He was controlled. He was brainwashed to be an assassin. And now he's looking for that redemption because that's not the person he ever wanted to be. So I think that's a, you know, it's a good education for Kate to get now, you know, in the form of Clint. And then also looking at Yelena, like Yelena is a person who also has a body count but she was also being controlled. She was raised in that life. And there were things that she couldn't control. I think it's a very hard lesson for Kate to learn, but I think it's one that will kind of speed up her change in perception. Like, okay, if this is what I want to do, I have to be prepared for anything. There may be times when I get put in compromising positions and I may have to make a decision I don't want to make. Am I ready to do that? You know, some people her age are not ready for those kinds of big decisions. And then some people her age have been doing those, making those decisions for half their life. So this is, I think that next episode, this is where we will see truly what type of person Kate Bishop is and whether or not she's going to be ready to do whatever she's supposed to do post this series. You know, if she is going to be the, the next Hawkeye, she has to earn that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and and she has to kind of grow a thicker, grow a little bit of a kind of kind of keep that thick skin that she's growing because it's like it just seems like like sometimes like when when she was sitting there crying in her pillow like but I mean she straightened she she did straighten up eventually but I think that she is um like she she needs to grow a thicker skin I think she will and I'm just I. I really, I think that, you know, from how you saw her initially, like when we started, mm-hmm. you couldn't, you really didn't like her at all. At all. But it's like now she's gone through, I think, you know, I mean, I, I can tell that you, you kind of have a little more respect. You, you kind of see where she's coming from a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have a little bit more, a little bit more respect for her character as far as, as far as her growth in a scant four episodes. Yeah. 
I mean, she still gets on my nerves, yes, but <laughs> as the episodes go on more and more, it's less and less so because, like I said, she's seeing the severity of the life that she has inadvertently been dumped into, you know? So right. it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, this is what this life is like. And if this is what I'm going to commit to, if this is what I want to do, I have to be more serious about it. I have to pay more attention and I need to listen to the people, like really listen to the people who have been in this life and the lessons that they have to teach. Like, you know, the first couple of episodes, it was almost like she was brushing off some of the stuff that Clint was saying, like specifically about how he didn't want to be, you know, as far as like the brand, oh, your problem is branded. I don't want to be branded. I don't, I don't want this persona that you think I should have. I have a whole life to protect. And I don't think that really hit her until she walked into Echo's apartment and saw the piece of paper with Laura and the kids' names on. And she was like, oh shit, wait. So now they're going after his family? Hold up. It's not supposed to happen like this, you know? And like I said, I think that very much a wake-up call for her. Yeah. And that's something she has to think about. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I got to think about my mom and I got to think about blah, blah. And I got, you know, if I plan on having a family, are they going to be in that? That's a lot of, that's a lot to have to think about. And I don't think she's thinking that far yet, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what did you say Yelena and Kate BFFs haha <laughs> but you know I mean honestly I can actually see that happening I can see them because they're such opposites that I think that will work you know yeah that that was so annoy Hank um Hank that was so annoy uh Clint oh the two of them being best friends <laughs> that was so annoying definitely so even <laughs> if it gets to the point where Yelena stops trying to kill him like if she actually listens to him and hears what he has to say about her sister's death and and she buries that hatchet not literally but you know <laughs> figuratively yeah. yeah that that's gonna be that's gonna be so we have we have two characters who have the same issue Yelena and Maya mm-hmm. they have the same problem they can't see past their um, desire for vengeance mm-hmm. you know but oh, they can't see the big picture but let's talk about maya and her vengeance because when kazi's in trouble when she <laughs> finally realized yeah, Kazi, he deserves to be in trouble but when she finally gets a chance to meet with ronan you know he sends a message to her to meet at the place where she first encountered the ronan so she goes back to that place Ronan shows up, they get into this fight. They get into a really good fight. And then she's cornered and he pulls off his mask and reveals himself to her. And it's basically like, look, I I just need you to see my face because I need you to understand you and I are the same people. She was like, we are not the same. He was like, anger controls us. It allows us to be manipulated. You know, he said, we both have been manipulated. We've had to do things that we didn't want to do. And then he tells her, he was like, you know, the person who sent me, you know, had an issue with your father. And I, I, I forget the wording he used. My, I, I he said there was an informant. Yes. 
Yeah. It was an informant. It was an informant. Who told him right. And where her father was. then he also very pointedly says, Your boss wanted your dad dead. And she's like, No, no, no. And of course, we already at this point we're thinking, okay, so her boss is supposed to be uncle, right? Uncle mm-hmm. supposed mm-hmm. to be kingpin. The kingpin. If this is somebody who was close enough to you that your father even called him your, your uncle. And then he was the one that sent Ronan to kill your father. And then he's been raising you this whole time, having you work for him, having you do things for him. That's a mind fuck. This pretty much tracks, Lori may correct me if I'm wrong, but this pretty much tracks what happened in the comic books. Um, uh, yes. It's actually. not exactly the same, but it, it tracks. It's, it's like, pretty close. It's pretty yeah. close. Yeah. yeah, and the the only thing I'll add is that at the time when this occurred, it was more, I believe, Daredevil is the one that opened her eyes versus Hawkeye. Right. Yeah, I think you difference. mentioned that a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. But at this point, you know, he he tells her this, and then um, you know, she kind of gets the upper hand. She's about to stab him, and then here comes Kate, shooting an arrow at Maya, and then you know. Clint escapes, Maya escapes. Maya goes to find Kazi and she starts, you know, she's thinking about what Clint has told her. And she asked Kazi, she was like, so where were you? And he's like, what? And the funny thing is the moment he said, what are you talking about? He already knew that she knew. Mm-hmm. She was like, he was like there you was were a the meeting number two. the night. You were number two. Why right. were you not there? Right. And you were in town. Right. She was like, why weren't you? He's, like, he's like, I, I didn't get the call. Like, bruh. Lamest excuse. Oh my <laughs> again, these tracksuit mafia people who are supposed to be so tough and dangerous. You can't come up with a better lie than I didn't get the call. Who's not calling their number two to a meeting unless you plan on betraying that number two? And here it is years later. So obviously that wasn't the case. You weren't at that meeting because you were told to stay away. And then the tracksuit mafia, the two guys who were sitting singing in the truck when the arrow comes through, what was <laughs> that scream? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, really? I love that he had he had a secret message arrow. Like, wow, okay. Like, but then he called that, I wonder if he called that one a pigeon arrow. Or if it had, like, pigeon, it had like pigeon, it had like that's, pigeon feathers on. If you had pigeon feathers on the tail, right? That's an upgrade from the USB arrow. <laughs> no, actually, that's a downgrade because that's that's a more primitive uh, <laughs> form of communication. Just imagine, imagine, imagine if 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 like they were on their computer and he shot the USB arrow and it like went right into his computer and like uploaded the message. I know. Okay, so. Since Lori has, I don't know if uh, the video viewers will be able to see it, but Lori has her screen name as I was right. Are you speaking about the fact that Eleanor Bishop was the one who who made the phone call and she was probably the one who called Val, who got to Yelena and so on and so forth? Uh, pretty much everything. Yeah, <laughs> I was right that she was going to be the bad guy. I was right that she was behind this ish, and I was right that she worked for Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Walk your walk. Talk your talk, homie. 
All I'm talking I about say is that I didn't see how it was possible to do this entire Hawkeye series and not bring the mom stuff in. Now, I will point out that the mom stuff only really came into play with not this current series, but I think the two previous Hawkeye series uh, that so it's fairly new stuff. I mean, we knew more about the dad uh, previously, but a lot of this stuff that we're seeing right now is basically new, like the Echo stuff. Uh, I was listening to Kevin Smith's uh, podcast today, and he was talking about how after he left his his run of Daredevil, that's when they brought in, Dave Mack brought in um, the Echo character. So a lot of this stuff is 20 years old or less. So I'm interested in the fact that they're using this. The other thing I want to point out is that the mother, uh, the only thing that we haven't seen with the mother, and I don't think they'll get into it, is that the mother is supposed to be some sort of weird vampire, but that moved on to some other stuff. But the mother basically is indebted to Kingpin because she actually started out working for Madame Mask. And she, uh, at one point in time, uh, redeems herself. And she actually becomes, uh, it's, they're called the Dark Avengers. So it's like the uh, the DC version where they've got like the Supernaturals uh, do the uh, Justice League. Justice League so, Dark. Justice League Dark. So it's yeah. sort of like that. And she actually fights on the side of good with this team for a good while. She's not team leader, but she's pretty close. So yeah, seeing this whole thing today with the with her and the way she was looking at at uh, at her fiance, who I think is a character who's the swordsman. Um, you might want to edit that out. But I, I I I'm enjoying it. I was like, yes, I was right. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and also I, like I we that... have. I'm sorry, we have one episode left, and we still don't quite know. Jacques Duquesne going to be who we hope he is mm-hmm. or think he is. Mm-hmm. And we only have one episode left and he's, you know, being locked up somewhere. So... And they can't he he could be locked that. up for long. He already said, he already, he already has his lawyers on it. Well, I he mean, said, I, he, he, he seemed pretty confident about, yeah. I'm, oh, this, yeah. oh, this, this is going to be all cleared up. Don't worry about it. I'll be yeah, back for your holiday party yeah. tonight. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, she just called you. She just called the police on you. What makes you think she wants you at her holiday party tonight? Like, yeah. somebody here made a really good point about you. It has it has to be a setup because if the security company is as good as it's made out to be, then she would have already vetted him before she became right. engaged to the man. So, yeah. What's what's the it's term? True. An okie doke. Yeah. What's <laughs> okay. the term? Because, because the I, fact that she yeah. had almost no expression was when Kate was telling her her suspicions. She was looking. It, it maybe I was just yeah. seeing too much. Maybe I was reading too uh-huh. much into it. But she was looking at her like, "How in the hell did they find out all this shit?" And oh, what am I gonna do? That was kind of how I was looking at it when she was sitting there listening to Kate. She's like, "Oh, she just had this empty look on her face. Like, how the fuck did she find this out?" Yeah, that's what that's why I think I think Lori might be right about her being a vampire because she was dead faced like this whole episode. Like she just was like, like her <laughs> face was just like <laughs> like she was like, Oh yeah, that's terrible. Okay, I'll call. You okay, Mom? Yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. This is all a misunderstanding. I'll be out in a minute. Yes, like, I know. Mom, I'm so sorry, Bob. I'm so sorry. If she said like <laughs> exactly yeah pretty like, much yeah like no, straight mom, face like mom mom had had no 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 issue with anything you know in fact she probably was a little upset but that 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 scene where uh 
Elena gives her, sends her the text and she's like, you know, who's this? And, you know, and, and she said, I found out who did the contract and it was your mom. And, and the thing is, is that Kate was shocked, but at the same time, she didn't look that shocked. Yeah. You know, like she knew in the back of her mind that her mom could do something like this, you know, yeah. or is that just me? No, no and, she's and her mom had, I guess her mom had this idea, do I want to repair my relationship with Kate and throw her off the track? And I have to give up my Patsy early, earlier than I wanted to. <laughs> so, so, so she made she made that choice: give up the Patsy now, and and you know, hopefully, it'll 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 get Kate off the off the trail. Yeah, and, yeah but Jack was a willing Patsy because there's no chance that you know they're talking all this shit about him. Like these are major charges. Like they're probably getting ready to charge him with racketeering and like this is like a big Rico shit. And he's over there cracking yeah, jokes but, like but all that stuff, like yeah, all yeah. That corporate he said, stuff he said the only Sloan I knew was this was this woman I dated in Palm Beach and she was an absolute like he's he's over there he's cracking jokes with them. And it's like because he, he knows like, he, like, the shit he knows that the shit doesn't stick. He probably knows if he is who we think he is, he already knows everything that's happening. Like he probably knew that he was, because all the corporation shit is just paper. Like his, Eleanor could have been putting his name on everything, and he wouldn't have known about it. That's true. This is how it works. They they put that stuff on the paperwork and file it, mm-hmm. and, and and that's mm-hmm. it. And so, uh, he probably is like, okay, I, I, he already has an out for this. It's like Clint said earlier: you always have to have an escape plan. And I'm sure Jacques has an escape plan because he needs. So he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this. I'll be back in time for the party. Don't worry about it." Yeah, but um, speaking of this reveal and everything, when Clint gets ready to go have this showdown with Maya, he has to give Laura a call to kind of say, "Hey, you know what?" This is getting more and more complicated. This Maya girl is relentless. She is not going to stop. She got her hands on the watch. She's looked into our family. And Laura's face was like, how she was like, but the kids and I are way out here. We're, we're so far away. He's like, it'll never be far away enough. And then she tells him, you do what you got to do. And she was like, what, did you think I was going to tell you anything different? She was like, I know your intentions. I know who you are. And she said, what was it that she said? She said, I will always understand what you do. I, I probably understand better than anybody. I was like, yeah, she got some, right. she got some shield background. She got something. Mm, she's got some blood on her ledger too. I don't she, yeah, exactly. I, Well, it, it's not so much she's got blood on her ledger and the fact that in the comic book, her dad was basically a henchman. Right. That's what I was gonna say. That you know, I've been seeing a lot of things talking about the watch maybe um, you know, part of her family's history, like mm-hmm. it might belong to her dad, and you know, maybe she's grown up seeing this kind of thing and whatever, whatever, but is it's kind of like yeah, I still I still need to know the story on Laura. I need to know is yeah. look, I need to know is Velma I, about to jinky somebody's ass on this show. Hey, I just hold, need to hold know. On. <laughs> I just got distracted. I went to the Disney Plus Hawkeye page. Mm-hmm. And you notice they have the purple costumes on? Yes, I noticed yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you okay. know the last they had it on last week. Well, I didn't notice it last week. Remember in the episode, Grills was like, Hey, do you want to see the we'll costumes? Make you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
So he was yeah, like, no, hold on. Right I, he was like, I do. I'm just, I, I think at that point, Clint probably hadn't slept in more than 24 hours. So he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here with Pizza Dog and just go to sleep. Yeah, they yeah. got purple yeah. arrows. Yeah. So stuff. I think That's they'll be wearing cool. that in the next episode, in yeah. the last episode. I mean, they have yeah, so to I, so I actually, Yeah, I actually took the liberty of looking up, looking in a dictionary, and I looked up the term ride or die, and there's a picture of Laura right there. Like she is literally the definition of a, like like she's like I'm down and that's what I love about their relationship. It's like she like she he doesn't even have to say like you know I'm sorry. To she's like do you get that handle that shit make this shit happen and she's not gonna be and she like we said she's not fragile like oh please baby no don't do it I can't live she with like, look, like she was like this. go handle your shit get this done <laughs> yes ma'am I mean. Is this is this any different like, than how Pepper was talking to Tony? No, I think I think it's a little bit different. But but as far as uh, Pepper and Tony's relationship, like I didn't buy their relationship at first, especially because Pepper was the assistant. She had to sit here and watch all of Tony's shit. Well, all of but his, Pepper in Endgame though. Pepper yeah. in Endgame. Was, Pepper no, but in, no. but. I mean, she did end but up like Pepper, that, but it's kind of like yeah. it was one of those things where that relationship had to develop to where it was. Um, yeah, and, but Pepper in Infinity War didn't want him to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Infinity she, War. She was yeah. like, she, she said that she like when he said, oh, "I'm gonna be late." She was like, "Tony, you better not be in space." Da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like Laura's like, "All right, go." Oh, she was like, "Oh, Kingpin, fuck." All right, go ahead in your business. Right. But yeah, I'll, I'll the Pepper in Endgame was like, yeah, you're going to do this thing. Yeah. No matter what. But yeah, again, but, that was yeah, after it's like the Laura, fact. You know, that was like after yeah. like... It's like Laura, Laura's been that way from jump. Yeah. As far as we know. Right. Well, I mean, that's all we've seen of her. I mean, we've I seen as, about as much like, of her as we've seen of Pepper as far as that type of thing goes because think about it in the first, in the first yes, movie, you, you, Pepper and Tony weren't even together. So... You know, Laura is like, definitely yeah, right. It's like from jump, you could tell that she that she was like down for Clint, like down for whatever. Like she, I mean, she let him bring the Avengers when they were being hunted down to their farm. And like and then you know, she was the one like they, they need you. You need to make sure they got your back. You know, she said, right. make sure that and, this team is really a team. So the ride. Or the die. Yeah, but uh, again, I still think she got some. She got some super secret. Uh, what is it? Super secret spy stuff in her background, and I just hope we get to see it before the end of next week's show. I'm sure we will. That's gonna be crazy. But yeah, I mean, I, that that whole conversation, like Clint was just see that that thing. Like, she she was so supportive. Like Clint was just heartbroken. Like I'm not gonna be able to make it. This fucking sucks. And she's like. It's okay. I know what else getting into. I'll handle shit here. You handle shit there. Make sure they don't get over here. Right, right. right. And Clint made sure he made that clear to Echo. He was like, if you come anywhere near me or my family, I will definitely kill you. <laughs> you you best believe that. I was like, yeah, Clint made it. He, he was like, make he made it, it perfectly clear. Look, do you hear, maybe not here, but do you do you see the words that are forming on my lips? Oh, like, do you understand, understand the words, words that you know my mouth? mouth? Right. <laughs> like, shout out to your boy Grills for being there for your boy. Grills is like, 
I have a feeling Grills yeah. is gonna be like the new Torres for uh for whatever. <laughs> okay, he's like he's like he's like yo Clint coming to my house and then when he sees me he's like oh yeah dude come on in a hotel Hawkeye ain't staying in a hotel you finna have my couch matter of fact you can have my bed clip was like couch is fine like I don't know what you've been doing in your bed but the couch is fine but yeah Grills was like okay. Yeah, come on, I can help you. He he he's gonna be the Torres. He's gonna be the Sam Wilson of Hawkeye did good and well. He didn't have no damn hotel room for sure. He probably did. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't have a hotel room. He's like, yeah, I got a hotel. Yeah, right down. He knew Grills would say, "Just stay here." Well, I mean, think he about it. Have. He was staying in a hotel when the whole show started, and a he very had- nice hotel at that. Yes, but don't you think that would be the first place Yelena would look for him? Not necessarily. I mean, he's a spy. At the time, nobody was coming for him when he booked the room. He was with his kids. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Clint is is used to living rough, and she probably knows that if she knows anything about her sister, she's probably like, yeah, he's not laid up in no fancy hotel. He's somewhere hiding, staking out, whatever. I don't think she would have thought him. I, she would have thought to look for him in a hotel, not not right okay. off the bat. Mm-hmm. So. That's easy internet search. <laughs> you can't, also, you okay, can't hold on. I got staying in a hotel through an internet search. That's private. Well, you know what I meant. <laughs> not to her, not to Yelena. Don't mansplain okay, so, me. <laughs> so, okay, I, I got to go back a second. So, Yelena in 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 that in the scene with her and Kate said that you know was, was espousing everything that she was doing, mm-hmm. and she said that she saw Kate save the dog, running in traffic and save the dog. So she's for some reason she's been. This this is kind of this is kind of where this this episode kind of loses me. So I'm like, okay, so you saw Kate. Why were you watching Kate save the dog? She had met Clint then. Maybe she was tracking the Ronin suit as well. I was thinking maybe she was tracking the Ronin suit, or or even if not just the Ronin suit. Remember, there there supposedly were other items in that black um, market auction from the Avengers Tower. So maybe. Yelena was looking for one of those, you know, some of those items to see if she could track down Clint. Or, I mean, it's from Avengers Tower. Some of Natasha's stuff might have been in there. I mean, think about yeah. it. It's morbid to think about, but a dead Avenger, her stuff would go for a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So maybe Yelena was yeah. tracking that kind of stuff, like trying to see if there was anything of Natasha's or anything that would lead her to Clint. Or our off-screen unofficial Phantom Hybrid what podcast member. What she say? Said, wasn't it on TV? Her saving the dog. Wasn't it no, part her, of the news her, footage? Her running, her running away was on TV. Yeah, I think the um, the guys who were in the suits chasing her were on the were on the TV. I think that's when somebody started uh, recording because mm-hmm. that and they played it because. It, they were trying to figure out if the reappearance of Ronan had anything to do with okay, well, that. I'm not going to go you? back and freeze frame yeah. it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I'm please not, go back and freeze frame it. Not going to do me. it. Not going to do it. <laughs> she can do it. Also, I'm not do it. <laughs> okay. Also, I guess we we get a we get a better sense of when Val gave her 
like the in the end credit scene, the post scene in Black in Black mm-hmm. Widow, we get a we get an exact sense of when when they were talking because it's like she I mean this is that had to have happened right after uh, Eleanor had to give so apparently Eleanor either called Kingpin or he called Val. She called Val directly. I'm thinking that she probably called Kingpin. Kingpin called Val and said and told her I needed something handled. She's like, I got the person for the job. Because I mean, she, I mean, mentioning Clint, she's like, okay, I can figure this out. I don't know. So what you don't I'm have thinking- to try to work Kingpin in there. I think Eleanor just hired. Her. Yeah, like, that too, but. I thought that too, Mike, but then when you think about it, the Hawkeye series takes place at Christmas time. When Val went to go uh, find Yelena at Natasha's grave, it was more summer slash fall. I mean, no, she, I mean, she had, she had a kind of, she had a, she had kind of a fallish winterish jacket on. I mean, she could have been somewhere like here, but where like in wintertime it's like 50 degrees. Do you think Natasha no, would Natasha would have been buried somewhere? Uh she was buried somewhere very specific. Um they actually mentioned, well, mentioned, was she buried in Ohio? I think she was either buried in Ohio or she was buried somewhere wherever um what's his what's what's the dude's name who ran the red room? I can't remember. But remember when he was when he was kind of giving Natasha the information about her birth mother, he said something about uh, we don't know her name. We, she's buried. She's buried in an unnamed grave up under a tree somewhere. Such such. Maybe right. she actually yeah. found where that place was and buried herself next to her mom because hers wasn't the only grave there. If I'm not mistaken, there was like a couple of other graves there. So I don't know, but I don't. I want to say that that timeline also fits like, okay, so that's when Yelena got the call, but I, I don't know something about it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like it fits because very obviously in, uh, and I mean, I'm even looking at it in the background, they're in New York. Everybody's got on jackets. Some people are kind of bundled up. Um, and again, it's, it's been cold. I mean, when we see them at night, they, they kind of are, you know, dressed for wintry weather in december and i already know new york december it's cold as fuck so i don't know i would have to go back and look at that in credit saying anthony i guess we'll both be doing a rewatch of black <laughs> but, <laughs> watch some black widow but yeah. i mean it would make sense. I'm, lo- I'm looking at i'm lo- okay i'm i'm looking at it now and let's see um yelena has on the the black and yellow has black and yellow like like knee length knee length she got on her hufflepuff colors yeah she has on hufflepuff mm-hmm. colors and val has a turtleneck and a and like kind of a trench coat on but val always wears I mean, on that kind of they can be in russia for all we know I mean, they can be in siberia yeah it's cold we don't know so we don't know where they are but um I guess we'll find out for sure because I'm sure that they have to reference something about that in the next episode. Now, I don't know whether or not Valentina is going to show up. She may show up in like end credits or something like that, but um, I I don't know. But I think it's, it is interesting and the timing seems to be about right. The fact that Eleanor was the one who contracted her 
you know, and specifically to kill Clint. Yeah. I mean, it almost has to take place after that phone call because that was right right after she found out that Kate was working with Clint and that they were working on something massive. And, um, you know, her whole thing was, okay, so you're going to leave my daughter out of this. You're going to stop investigating whatever. And he was like, I can't do that, but I can promise your daughter to be safe. In other words, I'm still going to investigate what we're investigating, which probably would eventually oh, lead that, back to her. So, that prompted her to hire a yeah. black widow. So yeah. the timing works. I just don't. I guess for now. Okay, so if, if, that, that, if that's the yeah. case, if that's the case, then they had to. Then they must have shown some something of the dog of the dog on the news coverage because that because all that was after that was all after all that happened when she got the runner suit that's way after that mm. like two days after well, that so I, i'll tell you this production on one show and production on another show don't necessarily talk so it's not like they were trying to coordinate from the beginning we we're trying to make things fit that we don't actually know if they were intended to fit anyway. Right. They just shot that scene to have her look at the picture of Ronan and oh no and that's Clinton or you know. Yeah. I'm just saying we we can't it's gonna be real difficult to try to make it fit when we don't know if it was intended to fit to begin with. Yeah. Yeah that's true. But I I mean I think at this point it it's kind of obvious that Eleanor was the one who orchestrated all of this. I mean, Yelena says as much at the end of the episode. She's like, hey, Kate Bishop, I found out who hired me. Eleanor Bishop, I thought you deserved to know. So why would she think she deserves to know? Like I th- Oh, because I think she's she does she's trying to get she's probably also trying to distance her from Clint because she wants to destroy Kate's idealistic view of Clint. Yeah. so well, that, that could go towards that but also i think maybe that could all that could also be a thing of um you think that you think people are good and then they're not oh, like yeah, they're not think really. about it what person would think that their mother is evil you know and it's mm-hmm. kind of like one of those things yeah. like yeah so your mom hired me to kill your buddy over here. So I just think you should know that and know what you're getting into. Like, what? Okay. But I mean, I guess we'll see how Kate, uh, how she deals with that knowledge. And then, you know, like you said, that big reveal of Kingpin at the end, it was just kind of like, she was like, who is that with my mom? Who is that? And I was like, Elena was just with her mom. And then when I saw the picture, I said, oh, she got a picture of who she met on the inside of um, the place. So, okay. Mm -hmm. The big guy that I was concerned about. The big guy that everybody apparently knows about because when Clint mentioned it to Laura, she was like, oh, him? (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) like, do we really have to get involved in this? Like, we got to cross paths with him? Like, she even seemed a bit shaken. Like, oh, this is like big, big. Like, yeah, you are not coming home for Christmas type big. You know? Again, I'm, I'm just amazed that an Avenger who fought Thanos is dealing with some street level 
stuff. Well, you know, right now there are no Thanoses and there's nothing. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, and I did find out we were uh, questioning the timeline of this um, in the last episode. So apparently, from what I understand, Hawkeye takes place about 18 months after the uh, events of Endgame. So the timeline for the Hawkeye series is actually supposed to be like Christmas season 2023 going into 2024, I think. So because the blip happened in 2018. So and that was five years prior to well, yeah, five years prior to 2023. So um they're a little bit ahead of us. So um yeah. Why didn't why didn't director Dick go get Clint to talk to Wanda? Because Clint was dealing with his own shit. You know, but I you know, I thought about that the other day too, because I did one of my deep dives. I went, I did one of my, you know, going down the rabbit holes on YouTube. And um, I started looking at, this was actually after we recorded last week. I went to YouTube and I started looking at all the Clint clips as far as like his, his skills and how he interacted with the Avengers and just looking at different little things, uh, his friendship with uh, Natasha, his friendship with Wanda, you know, him going back and yeah. forth See, with what, Peter. What prompted me was, was someone, yeah, someone had posted Pietro's first and last line to him was, bet you didn't see that coming. And I was thinking, oh yeah, then he had the speech with Wanda about if you step out that door, you're, you're an Avenger. Avenger. And not only He's that, like, you can I, stay in here. It's cool. You can stay in here. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You really can but if you go out that door, you're an, you're an Avenger. And remember, he was the one who came out of uh, came out of retirement to come and get her out of Avengers Tower, right, right. before Civil War. And then they were the ones standing by the lake after Tony's funeral. He was like, "I wish I could tell her that we won." And Wanda was like, "She knows, you know they they seemed very close after all of that because it's kind of like." You know, Clint looked at them as kids. You know, he looked at Wanda and Pietro as kids. He even said as much when they first started talking or when he first started telling Laura about what they were facing, you know, because she mentioned the fact that, oh God, hold on. I I restarted the episode and uh, Yelena just blipped and it just caught me off guard. (laughs) But, um, you know, when they had that conversation at the farmhouse and she was like, it must, something must be really big. Nat seemed kind of shaken. And he said, yeah, it's, it's these two kids, punks really, but they pack a, you know, they pack a wallop. And even throughout his dealings with them, when they started working together, his ban- his little bit of banter back and forth between him and Pietro, he treated them like little, like little brother, little sister. I mean, they were only friendly with each other with that one day, really, as far as working together. And he ended up naming naming his child after Pietro because Pietro died saving them, you know, saving him and save, you know, while he was trying to save another kid. So it would have made sense. But at the same time, he just got his wife and his children back. So I think all of the people who were dealing with that. I think I answered my own question. I think I answered my own question because they, um, we're starting to learn that not everybody knows everything mm-hmm. like what what happened amongst the avengers no one really knows outside of that circle 
mm-hmm. what was going on inside the circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So no one may have known that he had a relationship with Wanda like that. Right. Other than being Avengers. Yeah. I they they don't know. And and the more I think about it, the more it seems that way. I feel like I don't know. I was gonna say I feel like that might have been put in a file somewhere, but again. Well, Director no. Dick wouldn't have access to that anyway. Um he had he had access to vision and he wasn't supposed to, so well, that, that's all he wanted and dealt with and whatever. But yeah, but. I, I think you're right. I think that might have been something that wasn't well known as far as how close they were or you know how they regarded each other. And then again, like I said, at the same time, Clint was dealing with the return of his wife and his own children. So he yeah. was dealing with his and he was dealing with the death, death of his best friend and the death of the leader of the Avengers. So he was dealing with a lot too. He wouldn't have been in the right mind space to counsel Wanda or be a you know a pseudo therapist for Wanda. He had enough going on. Yeah, but Monica, who that, just you... came back and realized that she missed her mother dying over the last couple of years, she was okay to send him there. Yeah, but you know what? You got to think about it. You're thinking about it from two different perspectives. Monica was someone who left and came right back. So she saw it on one end of the thing. Clint was here the whole time. So Clint had to deal with the loss of half of the world, half of the universe, his own family. And then now that we know that he knows about Yelena, he probably had to help Natasha deal with the loss of her sister and then they're trying to figure out how to bring everybody back Wanda wasn't a part of that to to that degree you know she she wasn't she was well she was blipped she was blipped so that's that's the other thing I was gonna say Monica and Wanda have a similar experience in that you know that they were blipped Clint was here the whole time he experienced loss on a different scale so I think just their approaches to how they're dealing with the aftermath, like Clint said, everybody dealt with the blip in their own way. The people who came back, they had to deal with things in a totally different way than the people who were here. You know, I just had thought he could have been talking about Wanda. Everybody dealt with the blip in their own way. True. He could have. I mean, he could have. But also, I mean. With with director Dick, do you think he wanted someone? Else, do you would think he wanted an Avenger coming in and stealing his shine? Like he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to take, he wanted to be the one to say that I handled this situation, mm-hmm. I fixed it, I'm the one that brought her right. in. He like he doesn't want, he doesn't want anyone else coming taking this taking this spotlight. Right. That that was not going to happen. An Avenger, might, an Avenger might come in and be like, uh, "Do I'm going to take this with me, and I'm going to take that with me, and we're done with you." But the other <laughs> right. thing too is remember the town that Wanda affected technically didn't exist it was invisible and director dick was part of sword and not shield or anything that clint would have been um given access to or he wouldn't have been privy to like i said at that point the war is over he's with his family he probably had no idea what was going on there you know if wanda was gone he probably felt like okay i need to give her her space because she had just lost vision as well as all this other stuff and i mean she and nat were they weren't close 
but they were friendly enough. You know what I'm saying? I think she, I think they kind of looked at, regarded each other as, uh, you know, maybe not friends, but I think they had enough respect for each other and cared about each other enough that her loss would have affected um, Wanda too, you know? But I don't know. I, I You know, that's one of the things you think about when you're watching all of these properties because sometimes, and we talked about this last week with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like these other properties will, will mention things that happen in other shows or other movies, but it seems like they're not directly affected, kind of like you said, um, Ant like the whole Eternals thing, you know, they mentioned, okay, so where were y'all when Thanos blipped half the world out of existence? And they're like, yeah, we were told if, unless it was deviants, we were not to mess with anything. And then of course we find out that there was a bigger thing with the whole blip and what happened that we'll discuss at another time. But I'm, I'm laughing yeah. because, because she just saw the, um, the Kingpin picture. Ah, All I heard was, hmm. okay so she's up to speed now so she's up to speed now she's up to speed now so yeah i i don't know i i i hope even though i know they're probably not going to get to it because it's the last episode and they have to set up whatever the end of this show is for whatever's coming next but i hope that they do take a few minutes to kind of address any of that as far as like I don't know. There has to be a conversation between Clint and Yelena about what really happened to Natasha or her sacrifice or whatever the case may be. I know you're laughing, Anthony. I'm not paying you attention. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. Even even if it's just a two-minute conversation, it's got to happen. But as far as the whole... Something Hawkeye, else is going is to is keep Yelena from killing Clint. Can you, first before we before we wrap this up mm-hmm. at some point can we just talk about how bad ass clint is as ronan like the man is a freaking ghost i keep telling y'all that <laughs> he's no wonder he the one that he caught the one that he caught um natasha i mean he was i mean he was he was, he was he was batman like it's like it's like he was like yanking people under cars and like yanking them out into the shadows. It seemed like he was in two places so, at once. It, it was yeah. simply beautiful. It just was. I mean, he's so underrated. He's so underrated as a character. I feel like. He is. Well, I, uh, okay, he's not underrated in the comic books, in the movies, in the MCU. Yes, they have definitely toned him down because he he's trying to think if he's ever actually led the avengers i don't think he has but he he's one of their top uh uh fighters uh and you know i mean they they really always underestimate him you know in these movies because when they first came out with the first couple of movies first thing i said to mark was like why why is he acting that way we know because he should be you know, in the forefront, I mean, he doesn't really have a lot of opinions. He just does what they tell him to do. And he just sort of goes about his business. But, you know, in real life, quote unquote, you know, he, he's got a little bit more take. He's not outspoken at all. I mean, I've seen him be way more mouthy in, in the animated, you know, comic book stuff. He's an asshole in the comic books. Yes, <laughs> he was. Yeah, I'm being nice. He's, 
he but he's literally Captain America without the yes. super soldier. Yes. Serum. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the and Marvel. Yeah. With 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 the arrogance <laughs> behind <Stark>. it. <laughs> right. Yes. That, that is Clint mm-hmm. Martin in the comic book. But here's the yeah, other thing too. Get the Marvel series con- cartoons that came out last 10, 12 years, the ones that they yeah, had. Yeah, in the Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. Yeah. That's that is Hawkeye. Hmm. But going down my my little YouTube rabbit hole, I found one of the earlier clips of his from uh, Avengers. And, you know, it was the clip where Nick Fury comes in and he asked um, Eric Selwyn, he's like, you know, where's uh, Barton? He says the hawk, he's up in this perch and he comes down and they're looking at the Tesseract trying to figure out what the Tesseract is doing. And Clint makes this very very simple comment but at that moment i was like oh okay so there's some smarts behind the man but he operates very quietly he was like yeah nothing nothing is going on you know it's, it's not reacting to anything we're doing on our end and nick fury says our end he said well the test rack is supposed to be a door right doors open both ways i was <laughs> like you know even back then because the way fury looked at him was like oh wait Damn, you're, you're right, right. <laughs> and i was like so clint and and again you have to be some kind of smart to do this kind of work it's not just right. about your physical prowess you have to have the intelligence to strategize and to and to plan and to figure out this stuff and to think on your feet like okay if plan a b and c don't work okay what am i going to do for plan d e and f you have to have that kind of intelligence in order to be in this kind of work. And then just seeing other stuff as far as like them being at the house and they're talking with Nick Fury and he and Tony are playing darts and he's sitting there while they're Nick and Tony are going back and forth talking and he has three darts in his hand and Tony is removing the darts from the dartboard and all of a sudden all three darts whiz past his face like breath like this close and they hit the they hit the dartboard all bullseye all three of them and tony's like he looks at barton and barton's like like what can i say and i was like these are the little moments that people don't pay attention to with this character like they're like why don't you retire and go play golf because i tried that mm. right shot eight, <laughs> look look i mean it's those little moments that made me like him as a character because I like, again, and I've said it before, I like that subtle type of smart assness. Like he's not trying to be a smart ass or he's not tr- like, it's not something he's purposefully doing. It's very natural to him and it's very funny in a very low, low stated way, you know? So it could be dark too. Quicksilver is by no one would ever right. know. Right. <laughs> and then he, he's like, yeah. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened, you know. I'm gonna miss that cheeky little bastard <laughs> while he's while he's slow jogging. Those little moments make his character and make mm-hmm. you know make his character a favorite of mine because we get those. So, you know. <sighs> this this episode was really good. I think this was my favorite episode, mostly because of Yelena, because I miss her little wit and her smart assness. Like right. I really wish we could. I know Black Widow is gone, but the fact that we got that movie after everything else that happened, 
and now we don't get to see any more of like her and Natasha interact I really hate that um I don't know if we, we might get a multiverse Natasha that's true but is it gonna it's be the not same? Natasha it won't be the same yeah so I don't know I mean maybe I don't know if maybe the seen... Natasha the the Natasha from what if I don't know she she's a little damaged but you know aren't they all fine. I mean <laughs> But well, um, this one in particular because her entire her universe, entire was planet, yeah, her entire universe, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I just I know that we're seeing her in this uh show. I don't know what's up next for her. I'm sure that will probably be revealed in the next episode. Like, we'll see what trajectory these characters are going on. I don't know if Yelena is going to be part of the Echo series or if she's going to be somewhere else. But I really hope we see more of her in the MCU. Right. You know. Um, she's going to be the new Black Widow. That's not a theory. That's yeah, not yeah. A theory. I thought about that too. I just thought about like, they could, technically speaking, they could do a Black Widow 2 movie and make her the Black Widow, but I think that would be weird. I mean, they could they could put it with the new Avengers. I mean, because they're already they're already setting up young Avengers. Yeah, so, but we don't know when I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, nothing's been announced. I mean, we know they're setting up for it, but it, that could be part of phase phase twenty one point three, right? <laughs> right. So that's that's going to be post Kane. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That is not a theory, guys. Whatever. I don't want. I don't want any emails. No DMs. Send all your emails asking. I need. I need. Okay. I need all of our all of our listeners to ask ask Ant what his what his next theory is on where this is going from here. You can send all the emails to fandomhybrid.com and, and put attention Anthony and say I need theories confirmed. That's the Let's best way to guarantee that I would never see it. <laughs> I'll be the one DMing him. Hey, you got another question. You got another question. You got another question. You got another question. So, and don't be dissuaded by the shirt, guys. He loves espousing theories more than I do. Okay, and so for those that of you who are true. only listening to the audio and not watching the video, so we had our um, holiday gift exchange over the weekend, and Mike got us these uh, T-shirts that have like kind of our catchphrases from the show. So. Anthony's has the word theory and then it has one of those um one of those red circles with the slash on the inside so basically his t-shirt says no theory and then mine Not says and on that note because that's what I say every time Mike makes a really crazy comment at the end of the show <laughs> so. which is basically every which show which is basically yes. every <laughs> show <laughs> so for the most part but um okay so one episode left and then that is a wrap on hawkeye so what are we hoping to see besides like i i i need to see some resolution between yelena and clint that's mainly what I, I, I just need I, I just need to see the kingpin show up and hit someone in the yeah. head that, no well I, that, that's i agree i want i want that i want to see that I want to see. I want to see Kingpin start out like he does, calm, cool, and then I want him to snap. That's like yes, the best thing ever. Like, how did it get to this point? <laughs> you know, one of those moments. Like, how did we end up here? 
Right. Once upon a time. He started flipping tables. Right. I think the other thing is I really want to find out who the hell Jack Duquesne is. Who is he? Swordsman. What is he? Like he, the, no, I just told no, you. We, I, 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 I know that part, but I'm talking about as as far as in the show, like how are they gonna make that reveal? Like what ex- like because for the most part, we've been trying, we've been figuring out if he was like the bad guy or maybe bad guy, or if he's undercover, like is he Clint's friend that you know, old co-worker that's undercover? Like, I just I need I need to know. I, I need to have that question answered so I know whether or not to to be okay with him and his uh what is it, dick dastardly uh mustache. So you know. That, that's what I mean, I, I think I still think that there's something okay for for our listeners. Last night I kind of came up with a theory that Jack and Clint were each doing Ronin things. So that kind of got shot to hell with this episode, but that's fine. I still think that there's a connection between the two of them because the way he said, Oh, you're you're the the archer, I see. The archer, yes. And it's like that's just that's too much that's over the top like come on man it's like i just i really think that there's a connection between the two of them i mean it might not have anything to do with the watch it might have something to do with the watch i just really think that there, there's something there there ha- i mean that just it just really seems like there has to be right we're get, we're never gonna know anything about the watch shut just up. go ahead shut up they they no, made too much of a big deal about the watch in this show for us Y'all to not, not find out what the watch is about have- no, no, Anthony, we have not learned anything. No, we're going to, we, we, want, we want closure on the watch. We want to see Kingpin, Kingpin saying words, and we're going to see, we already got Kingpin, so it's not like we're going to get Ralph Bonard again. That's true. I was I, worried about that. I, I, Thank I, you. I think that what, what's going to happen is that you're going to, we're going to get something about the watch that's going to come from an unexpected uh, person. And it's just going to explain it. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to uh, come out kind of the way we feel it's going to be, but it might be different at the same time. So, you know, it it could be any number of things. I mean, it it could simply be like, for lack of a better word, a bat signal, you know? I mean, you know, like Jimmy Olsen's watch, you know, it could be something like that, something very simple, or it could be a lab. It could be something related to Hydra. Or it's, the gonna be like, or it's gonna be like a, a one and a half hour episode because <laughs> they got so much stuff to answer. Yeah, they do. They they the, see. This is the thing with this because Mark usually watches these after we finish, so I'm gonna get them into Hawkeye this weekend. But I suspect that what we're going to get with this last episode is we're gonna get a little bit of an info dump at the beginning mm-hmm. and then they're going to do what they're going to do and then at the end we're going to get like another tiny info dump because there's too many loose strings of all the series that we've watched this is the one where we've had a lot of character development mm-hmm. but they haven't really given us a lot of story you know what i mean and we haven't I mean, we, we have a basic premise yet no that too but we really haven't had much of a story yeah kate's there and you know and and, and hawkeye's there and he tried to help her. It's been a few days, Christmas, but we haven't gotten any really juicy plots. I mean, I like the tracksuit mafia, but you got to give me more than that. Tracksuit track mafia is just ridiculous. They're so worthless. 
They're they're they're, they're, just perfect. there for, they're, they're the perfect instrument. They're they're comic. They're, they're, they're like they're like the it's like it's, they're basically the Foot Clan sponsored by Adidas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But oh well, I guess we'll figure out what they're gonna do. I don't. Does anybody know what the runtime for next week's episode is? Have they posted that yet? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think they posted. Hold on. And for the video watchers, Patfoot, this is my cat Patfoot. He's making his podcast debut. No, they haven't. Okay. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see when they start releasing promo stuff. Uh probably towards the end of this weekend and then next week. And then we'll we'll have the final episode of Hawkeye and then we'll figure out what he's gonna do. Like, is he gonna retire off into the sunset with his family? relocate them somewhere where nobody's going to find them. Uh-oh, what happened? Did you see us? I looked at the cast list. Oh, did you? By accident. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Okay, don't say anything. Don't say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Don't say anything. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. We'll find out all that stuff in the next episode. So for now, that's it for our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. We also have a YouTube page. You can find us at Phantom Hybrid Podcast there. You can listen to the Phantom Hybrid Podcast on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. Bye.